you're listening to the Power and Lifting Podcast. I'm your host, Solana Lewis. And in this podcast, we will talk about the sports of powerlifting, what it's like to be a female strength athlete, what it's like to be a strength coach, nutrition, tips to help yourself in your athletic endeavors, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive into today's podcast. Welcome back to the Power and Lifting Podcast. I spoke today with Allie Weinberg, who just competed as a 57 kg in the USA Raw Nationals and took third place in a battle with Brittany Sapicki and Megan Scanlon. We talked all about how she got into lifting, how she has grown as an athlete, her family team at Alante, where she trains, and how her experience went at Raw Nationals and what's next for her. Without further ado, let's go ahead and listen. So, Ali, I'm excited. I've been watching you for a bit because I know you go to Alante and, like, I'm nearby-ish. I'm in Jersey. <laughs> yeah, wait, where are you from in Jersey? Or... Yes, I'm yeah. in Carlstadt, but Bergen County. Okay. Oh, nice. Very cool. Yeah. So, I've been, I always miss you, but I've been to Alante a few times. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I feel like I love the weekends when there's like a lot of day pass people there and you get to like meet so many people. But yeah, sad I've never seen you. It's okay. <laughs> um, but what's funny is when I first heard about you, like I was like following Nico on IG and I just kept seeing your face. I was like, who is this? Because like this is like decent wages moving. Yeah. It. <laughs> it was like prime time in the pandemic. Like no one was like <laughs> right, competing. Right, right. Yeah, Nico and I started training together in like September-ish maybe. So it was like before meets really started again. And it's funny because like, of course, from his following, I feel like I've like met so many people through that, which is kind of funny, but it's kind of nice, honestly. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes to get more known because you're strong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but Allie, how did you even like get into lifting? You did your first meet back in 2017. Yeah. So were you already into lifting before that or were you just like, oh, someone told you about powerlifting and then you were like, oh, let me just give it a shot. So I was um, down in Miami for college and um, after my freshman year, I like kind of gained a lot of weight, you know, freshman 15, whatever. Um, so then like starting my sophomore year, I just got into the gym to just be like your typical like fitspo girl. Like, honestly, I just wanted to like get lean like grow a butt if we're being honest um, and do all that. So I was on like a bodybuilding split. Like I took it pretty seriously just for that, for those reasons. Um, and then like, I'd go early in the morning and there was, it was mainly like older people. And then there was like another person my age there and like him and I became really good friends and he was a power lifter. Um, and like, he kind of wanted to start dabbling in coaching. So he kind of planted the seed in my head to be like, oh, you're pretty strong. I think you could be good at this. We got on like a program and I was kind of like, no, no, no. I just want to be a fit girl, like whatever. And then like, long story short, he like basically just started programming like my deadlifts because I never deadlifted. So he's like, let's just like, if you want to deadlift, let me just program your deadlifts. And slowly he just like took over my whole training. And I signed up for a meet at like a gym he trained at him sometimes. And it was like so fun. And I never looked back. Oh my God, I love it. Were you squatting and benching before you met him? Um, I was just squatting. So I was only squatting. Um, I was like actually anti-benching. He had to like convince me to like bench. I'm like, I don't want to get bullied. <laughs> I was one of those. I really was. Well, yeah, that's how I started too. Like when I first started benching, I was like, wait a minute. Like 
don't you like grow pecs if you dress like don't they, like your boobs just disappear off your body and fall off one day and yeah i know right i'm like i just want to be feminine this is not gonna work <laughs> he's like ali just give it a try and then i'm like okay and now i'm obsessed and you gave it a try yeah exactly <laughs> and how'd the first meet go for you oh so it went it went really well actually um it was a local meet in florida um up in boyton and i think i hit like if i'm remembering i think i like matched all my prs at the time maybe so i think i hit like a 270 squat wait do you want to talk in pounds or kilos what do you prefer girl pounds please okay mm -hmm. <laughs> i hit a 270 squat i think like a 143 bench and maybe i think like a 336 deadlift and that was like I think those are all like matched PRs, like no water cut. I think I like one best female lifter. So, you know, that's like motivating because I'm like, oh, I'm actually good at this. So yep. just kept it coming, you know? I mean, it was a very small local meet, but still, so. But still, it's like when you do your first one, you're like, wait a minute, it's actually been a pretty decent, like. Yeah, I'm I don't, I remember after people were like coming up to me being like, Ali, you got a 400 Wilkes. So I was like, what does that mean? They're like, that's really good for your first meet. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Oh my God. I remember my first meet, someone told me what my Wilkes was. Cause like, it was kind of the same thing. I did my first meet. I was like, oh, I did really well. Like I won best lifter. I like broke, it was RPS where I like broke some sort of record. Yeah, which yeah, was, yeah. Like a quotes record. <laughs> and they're like, right, right. you have this Wilkes. And I'm like, a what? Yeah, I know. A what? <laughs> 400, what kind of number is that? I don't know. I know. <laughs> okay, so fast forwarding, because like I said, I started paying attention to you a few months ago, sometime during the pandemic in 2020. And <laughs> I'm seeing your numbers like explode. Like you're making like some big leaps in your training. So talk to me about the meet before nationals. Okay, so the meet before nationals was actually, it was, a local meet in Florida. It was that same meet that I did for my first meet, but like three years later. Oh, it's so, so cool. Yeah. So my coach is in Florida and I have some friends there since I went to college there. So I actually flew down to do the meet with like just some friends and with my coach um, in January of 2020, which was like right before things shut down. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually really happy I got that. It was all like qualified out of the way before. Um, so that meet, I think if I'm remembering correctly, I think I hit like a 347 squat, oh, uh, like a 198 bench, and maybe a 407 deadlift. Oh, no, um, I got your numbers. I got your numbers. We hit, okay, I got to talk in kilos now. Okay. <laughs> that one, you I'm actually more comfortable in kilos. <laughs> okay, that works then, that works. So you got a 157.5 squat, you had a 90 kilo bench, and a 185 dead. Yeah. And that okay, was so January 2020. Yeah, so that was that was also a good meet. Um, honestly, I feel like none of my meets have been like bad meets. Every single meet I've done, I've gone eight for nine. Like every single one, all eight of them. So I know, I see like that. Pretty decent. Um, those were like some bigger PRs of that meet. So, I mean, that was a long time before that that I competed. So that was nice. Um, and then, yeah, and then everything should hit the fan of the pandemic, so. Word. So going in, because the 57 kilo weight class, like, were you paying attention to your competition before you even got to nationals? Like a little bit, but like, I kind of just felt like I know where I stand and I'm just going to focus on me kind of like the thing that I guess it's like a double-edged sword, like with powerlifting, I'm super competitive with myself mm -hmm. to the point where like, I don't really think 
a like strategy versus other people. It's kind of just like, oh, if I go to nationals and I hit all like PRs for myself, I'm gonna be happy, which is good. But then it's also like, you know, maybe I'll like go for a PR at the expense of like placing, which isn't good. So, um, interesting. But I, was but I was paying attention, but more in like a motivational type of way, if that makes sense. Yeah, because you well, did you know about Max Stanley coming in? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> I just, like, so, like, she's like so far above me where I'm like, I'm not trying to catch her. And the fact that it even got close at one point, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Because <laughs> that's the crazy thing. It's like, this was like really your first bigger meet, right? Um, I did like 2018 nationals and then 2019 Arnold, but that felt, that feels like a really long time ago. And before I was like as competitive as I am now, so. Yeah, it's more like I meant, like, it was your first big meet where, like, your numbers can actually, like, stack up to people who are, like, taking first and second. Yeah, yes, for sure. I was like, wow, okay, that's kind of crazy. And my coach kept telling me that. He's like, Allie, like, on any given day, anything could happen. Like, you're really not as far behind as you think. I'm like, okay, we'll see. And then it was, like, really close at one point with the deadlifts at the end. I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Oh, we're going to get there. Because <laughs> what's crazy to me is you're saying, like, oh, I may go for a PR at the expense of placing. And it's like, but now that you realize how strong you are in this weight class, are you kind of rethinking, like, okay, I should really, like, just be going for placement? Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, I'm trying to be like, okay, we need to have more strategy. Like, and this is like a sport that you compete against other people. You're not just going to like have your show on the platform. So um, I feel like in that sense, definitely, which is why like, like nationals wasn't my strongest meet for me, but I was like kind of happy with how I executed. And just like with that, like, I felt like more of like an athlete, like we're being strategic and it's like the whole package rather than just, oh, let's go out there and be as strong as I can, you know? Yes. And did you guys talk about strategy at all before the meet, like close coming to it? Um, I kind of just trust my coach to like, he was like, kind of like, let me worry about the numbers. Like you just execute. Like he, I usually am a pretty much like, I'm a pretty decent meet day performer. I'm consistent with the, you know, eight for nines, like always. So we kind of just trust, like, if he gives me something, I should be able to hit it. Like if he put something on the bar, he's like the best attempt selector for me, like ever. Um, so I usually try to just focus on executing and doing my part and let him like focus on anything strategy wise we have to do, you know. Who's your coach? Um, his name's Mason. He like doesn't, I think he has like nine or 10 athletes. He has a full-time job outside of coaching. So um, it's the same person actually who I was friends with in University of Miami. Like the one who started coaching. Oh my <laughs> God, together that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like some random guy was like, hey, you should deadlift and fast forward to now yeah no I know he's like he's amazing though I love him <laughs> he probably talks about like I, I knew a kid I knew you had it in you that's why I picked you up the gym. <laughs> we we have a good story together because <laughs> right have, like a bunch of other athletes and stuff yeah so it's nice that's crazy so looking at your actual national performance starting out with your squad because you ended up with the PR an all-time yeah. PR for the platform at least 165 yeah. kilo Yes. So, okay. So I'm, I have mixed feelings about my squat. Um, so my best ever like gym PR was 170 kilos. So I think 374. And that was in like either January or February, but I was weighing like close to 63. Like I was, I was, <laughs> I was eating, like everything was good. Um, and we were kind of hoping that my second attempt would have been the 363 at nationals, but I ended up having to do like 
a much more aggressive water cut than I wanted to. I was in the sauna that morning for like a good amount of time. Like rehydrating was really, really rough for me, honestly. Like my opener, I took 152. We actually bumped it down two and a half. I took 152 and I was like, I was like throwing up in my mouth and racking the bar. I was like, this is not good. <laughs> like, so, and that moved, like it moved a lot worse than it should have. So we just adjusted. We're like, right, we're going to go 160 for a second and 165. And honestly, like they got better as they went on, as I like digested more. Um, so honestly, like I'm happy with what we were able to do. Like, I'm really like, I want, I knew at minimum I wanted 165 on the platform. So at least like we reached that, we went three for three. We did what we had to. I was hoping it would have been like a higher number, but like, I was happy at least I executed with the numbers we took. Um, yeah. yeah were rough. My stomach was like, I couldn't even drink my pre-workout before. I was like, I couldn't, I had no caffeine before. I was like, I can't stomach anything. So. Was this your first time cutting for me? No, I have water cut like every meet I've done at 50. Well, I'd say the last like four meets I've done at 57, I've water cut. But usually like I'm really good. Like I wake up at weight because like the sodium load, like everything, like everything works great this time for whatever reason. I mean, I might've been sitting a little heavier, but I still like felt like I wasn't losing it fast enough. Like, like the night before at like 5 p.m. I think I weighed like 61 kilos. I was like, oh my God. <gasps> I was like so what is that pounds? that's like what like nine four maybe I was like okay I have to lose nine pounds by the morning and then so, I woke up at like 128 so when I woke up 128 I'm like all right I'll be fine but I have to sauna at like five in the morning so that was fun so like wait because <laughs> in my mind like a easy water cut is like you know then before I'm weighing like four pounds over I'm like sweet we're in a great spot Right. Nine pounds is a much bigger number, right? So, like, I need to know, what was your mindset, like, 24 hours out? Were you, like... Oh, it was bad. It was really, really, really bad. I was in an Airbnb with my coach and his girlfriend. So it was just the three of us in, like, a one-bedroom Airbnb. I felt so bad for them because I'm, like, a nervous wreck. So, like, where um, I wake up the morning before and I weigh myself. And the morning before, I was, like, I think, like, 59.7. And normally okay. the morning before, like, just based on my history with the same water cup protocol I'm like 57.9 or like 58 so when I saw okay. it was 59.7 I'm like Mason this is really bad this isn't good and he's like just stick to the protocol like just maybe cut your water like two hours earlier than you were going to like but like just still drink like don't change anything like whatever okay he's like if we if we have to sauna in the morning we'll have we'll sauna in the morning and like luckily we had the um 11 a.m weigh-in yeah I think I saved a lot of people because certain people I'm like first of all y'all are crazy with this like 5 30 a.m check-in yeah I mean I oh, had yeah, second session but, I and it was like the most competitive weight class that everyone wants to see I'm like why did you did you like not want anyone to watch on top of the fact that it's really early in the morning <laughs> yeah that's so early they like started lifting like like openers at like eight or something crazy I was like that's wild I was like yo if that had like if I saw my weight class <laughs> for that session I've been like so you want us to, all these girls to be ugly too right like I'm not gonna do makeup really oh like yeah, now I gotta I be ugly <laughs> I know wait it's actually like to backtrack a second it's really funny you said that because so my stress when I was like, if I have to sauna, like what do I have to go? Do I go straight to the meat from the sauna or will I be able to come back and shower? Because I need to know, like, should I bring my makeup and my blow dryer, my straightener? Or mm -hmm. can I like go back? I was, like, I was stressed out about when I'm putting on my makeup after the sauna because I need to shower. 
No, so but for real, like the biggest that was like half the stress. Like, when am I doing my makeup? But for real, it's like, yo, like I I traveled to Daytona to sit in this hot sun. I'm stressed out, and you want me to be ugly? No, I will not be ugly. Like you, you removed the mask mandate, so now I gotta cover my whole face in makeup for the first time in a year and a half. All right, I know. <laughs> like, I know. I know, I'm with you. That was a big stress for me also. So I'm happy about that second session that we had. Um, yeah, amazing. Was it your first time ever saunaing before me? I guess it yeah. was, right? Yes. Yeah, so my parents live like, like my parents live in Florida, actually. They're like four hours south of Daytona. And they were coming up the night before. I'm like, mom, you need to buy me a sauna suit on your way up because I'm going to need to be in the sauna in the morning. So I was in a sauna suit. It was like, it was kind of an adventure. It was kind of fun, but. Wait a minute. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, neither did I. It's like those <laughs> things that look like garbage bags. <laughs> One Ooh. of my friends that wrestled was like, DM me. He's like, just get a sauna suit. You're going to be fine. I'm like, okay. So like, mom, I, you need to get me a sauna suit. I think I may have seen you in it. I saw you in garbage bags, I think. Did you post yourself? Oh. Yeah, I, on my like swipe, the last picture was like a picture of me in the sun. I figured you bought some garbage bags and made a beautiful invention somehow with duct tape or something. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was like a legit thing from Walmart, like fifteen bucks. Like a, it feels almost like a like a really heavy rain jacket kind of, and it's like all like closed off and there's a hood and everything. Yeah. Uh, well, if you never knew, like I didn't, guys. Uh, there's sonic you can buy from Walmart. <laughs> they work. They work. Yeah. So you sauna, you get out. So what were you wearing once you finished saunaing at so, 5 a.m.? Yeah. So I, I went there weighing 58.5. So 128, 129. Okay. Um, and I like brought my scale, whatever. And I, each time I got out, I probably was dropping like 0.3 kilos because I went in in like 15 to 30 minute intervals, um, depending on like what I could handle. My coach was very clear about like, Ali, you have time. Don't like get to the point where you feel like absolute death in there. Like if it's 15 minutes, get out and just do multiple 15 minutes. Like don't you don't like, like how you perform on the platform is what matters. Like making weight isn't the meat. Making weight is just something you have to do to still be able to do like do the meat. But like mm -hmm. performing well at the meat is the priority still. So um yeah, so every time it was like point three-ish down. Um, so it was like a good amount of rounds still through it. Um, and then I think I stopped sauning at like 57.3 and it was like maybe 9 a.m. And then I took a shower, just started spitting and like hoping I'd like pee more or something. So, and, and then we were fine. I waited at 56.94. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yes. Goal achieved. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. So, bad. so walk us through your rehydration process because rehydrating is like, it's strategical. And when you have to do extra stuff that you didn't plan on, it's like, now you got to really pay attention to salts, the amount of salt you get after, the amount of Pedialyte and like what kind of foods you can handle because you put your body through a lot of stress. So like now it's harder to maybe eat what you normally would have. Right, right, exactly. Um, I mean, luckily, like I still, like usually when I'm, when I water cut, I still feel kind of like, usually I wake up feeling really bad. And because I woke up not feeling that bad, it's like, I knew that's why I was over. So in the after the sauna, I kind of felt like a similar amount of bad as I normally do, which isn't good. But, um, but yeah, so basically afterwards I had like a, I forget how many ounces it is, but like a full shaker cup full of water with just a full tri-oral um, and just like down that as fast as I could. 
then did another one of just water and half Pedialyte. And then I just like finished the Pedialyte. Um, so I got in what, two shaker cups and full Pedialyte of fluid first before I like thought about eating. Um, then I had like white rice and I like to get a little bit of protein. So I had the egg whites, maybe I should have like just not had the egg whites with my stomach, but that's okay. Um, and then I just tried to drink as much as I could without getting to the point of feeling really sick. Um, because, you know, like I brought my scale with me to try to get my weight back up to like somewhere near a training weight. So I like wanted to get to like at least 61, but I think I couldn't get past like 60 at first. I was like, I'm, you know, it's a give and take. Like, yes, you want to rehydrate and actually be rehydrated, but like you don't want to be throwing up in your mouth on the platform. Yeah. So it's kind of like, um, just finding what I just kind of like take it like intuitively a little bit. I made sure I got my sodium in, I made sure I got my water in, but I didn't like go too crazy because I'd rather like be a little dehydrated still than like physically so uncomfortable. Oof. Cause I feel like the food, I mean, you still ended up getting all your squats, which is great, even though you did have to lower it a bit, but it's like, I feel like the food for me is so important. Like if I don't eat a lot right before, like I suck. <laughs> yeah no I, I know what you mean I mean I did have like 400 calories worth of white rice so like that's okay something. we had some rice yeah get yeah. that rice yeah yeah <laughs> um but I know what you mean I know I like I'm a big eater also so it was like it's kind of always like I hate I hate the rehydration eating process after it's so bad well especially when you do stuff that's not planned that's what really sucks like if it goes but, you know if you're lucky and it goes perfect you're like yeah I feel not so bad like you don't have to right. like full-blown death when you get on the scale right 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 yeah I know and what's crazy is like with the amount of interviews I've done after I'm like in my mind because again I'm an eater like I'm like I'm eating like I don't even I think I ate a thousand calories before I went on that platform like I, ate a lot. I love that <laughs> <laughs> so good. and hearing some people like some people straight over eating like like a piece of bread <laughs> like rice cake. Like, why are we eating rice cakes a rice cake and i'm like i mean like the the carbohydrate is fine but like if i just have rice cakes i'm eating the entire quaker sleeve of rice cakes and i guess right right yeah yeah, yeah. no I'm, i know i'm with you i'm an eater too did you feel like the meat went pretty fast though girl my flight had six people okay yeah that's, <laughs> that's crazy but like I like I felt like I sat down and stood up I sat down and stood up I was like oh god okay here we go I know it's crazy usually I try to eat like a little bit between like lifts but I felt like I like didn't have time I'd like go to the bathroom my coach was like where are you I'm like okay I'm here it's like all right warm up it was the fastest me I've been in in years I definitely like in between like the actual lifts I had time to eat but like during the flight I was like sit down, stand up, sit down, where's my earphones, forget it, I don't have time to put them on, okay, I don't know where I am, where's my coach, oh my god, like, <laughs> I know, I know, it's crazy, it was crazy, it was fast, and you guys had a small flight too, I think like seven-ish, or eight, I think it was like eight, I don't, I yeah, really don't know, I think eight, but still, we had smaller flights, so I'm hoping next year ain't like that, but anywho, your, what is cool about your squat though, is like when going through your history, you've seen, can you say you're eight for nine, which you totally are, you seem to always miss a third squat. Yeah. Yeah. So was it, it. Yeah. So was it like exciting that even though you guys bumped down the weight a little bit, that you still came out and got it when you felt like death? Yeah. No, absolutely. I was like, wow, we just went three for three on squats and I feel like garbage. This is amazing. But I will say, I'm like, all right, I'm going to miss something today because I know I'm going to go eight for nine. So I'm like, what, coach, what are we missing today? What's it going to be? 
Oh my God, girl, you can't have that mentality. <laughs> It's like a little superstitious thing, but then it's like also a blessing because once I miss my third bench, I'm like, all right, we're good. Give me anything for deadlifts and I got. It's like, I mean, it's good for the deadlift, but like, right. girl, you limiting yourself. I know, I know. Oh, gotta reframe our mindset. A little bit. So let's talk about your bench press though, because you still got a meat PR, five kilo meat PR, right? Yeah. Yep. That's big. Yeah. No, I was I was pretty happy. Um. I, so yeah, 95, 209, like, yeah, that, I've been able to hit that consistently now, like, for a lot of months leading into nationals, um, my best bench ever is 97 and a half, so 214, so just a little bit above, um, and I hit that probably, like, two weeks out the week before also, um, but, like, after 95 moved, I thought it moved pretty well, like, for the second, I was like, okay, like, it's definitely felt heavier, like, but that was the one I really wasn't sure because my bench could like fly and then it could also just like we take a tiny little jump and then it's like doesn't move which I guess is a lot of female benchers yeah um but I told him I'm like I think we could do 100 like I and that's such a milestone number too so like I think we could do 100 like I feel good and it just wasn't there but I don't regret trying it it was like I if it was going to be there it was going to be like that day so um but 95 is good yeah I was happy with it yeah, 200 on the platform that was like a goal also so that's awesome but do you it's like I'm so happy you got that lift but probably it's like but if you never touched 100 it's part of you like like were you like saying 100 to not get it because <laughs> you're an eight for nine superstitious person <laughs> like no but then once I did it again I was really because I was like, all right, my deadlift is my time to shine anyway. Like, I like deadlifting, so <laughs> we're good. Um, no, I really, I really was like, I think if I put 97 and a half on, it would have moved pretty fast. And I would have said, oh, we should have tried 100. That's what I think would have happened, honestly. <laughs> so probably would have. Yeah, so whatever, we tried. <laughs> it's all good. So, so now we get to deadlifts. And now this event became a battle. This yes. event was really a battle of who was going to take first, second, and third place. Yes, which is wild still to me to think about. It but. was wild because between Brittany and Megan, like, y'all, like, okay, so wait, hold on. Let's start with your deadlift, right? 172.5, your opener. Yes. You come out, you smoked it, right? Yeah, I was happy with that. Beautiful. Move nicely. And, like, when it came to second attempt, you get your 185. Yeah. And at that point, they're like borderline right next to you. Right. And I think I think Meg was a bit under you at this point too. Cause she I have to go back and check. Yeah, I forget the order that things happened, but I know like Megan and Brittany then both missed their seconds. I think. Yes. Okay, this is what it was. Thank you. Now I'm back on here for Meg Scanlon. All right, yeah. So they both missed their seconds. Right. Right. And then so yeah, I mean, Brittany's was, I think, on balance. So it was like, we, I knew she had the strength and Megan's like, I don't think it moved. So I think we were kind of just like, huh, like, but also it's Megan Scanlon who can always come back and hit something. So you have to like, keep this all in mind. It's like, there's so many like factors going into it. But the fact that I was like, okay, well, I made my second, they missed their seconds. And at one point my coach, like right after my second, he pulls me over, like we go to the table to um, like put our numbers in. And he writes like three cards. He's like, I'm gonna take a few. Like, and I'm like, ooh, something's gonna get interesting. He's like writing all these different numbers. <laughs> we have strategy now. Um, and 
then at one point he's like how do you feel with 192 and a half and I was like and 185 I'm not gonna lie I didn't feel like strong like I've been dealing with like a little bit of a back issue that I kind of knew was gonna flare up with the meat and I just told myself like it'll flare up I'll deal with it after but I just have to give it my all Mm -hmm. um so he's like how do you feel with 192 like I'm like maybe like I don't think I can go much more than that but like I'm willing to try 192 Mm -hmm. he's like okay because if like Megan misses her third then we have to pull 192 and then we'll force Brittany to also go higher than she initially wanted to. And I was like, oh, for what place? He's like, first, I was like, oh, what? Like, I literally asked him at one point, he's like, like, for what? He's like, to pull for the win. And he's like, oh. you're like, You're like, are you pulling fourth place? Like, <laughs> you're like, wait, we have what's happening. He's like, okay, go away. I just need to know what you're comfortable with. I'm like, okay. And, and then by the time you get your third 190, like you're essentially holding first place. They had to get their thirds in order to, to boost you off of first at that point. Right. Yeah. Yes. Or, yeah. 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 So then, yeah, exactly. So then they got their thirds. I was like, okay. <laughs> but it was crazy because had they had, they missed that. I don't want to miss it. You would moved up. Right. Oh, wait. No, you know what? So Megan had to get her third, but she was going before me because her third was lower than 198. So then once she got it, I was like, okay, I don't have to do anything like crazier. Like 190 will put me in second, I think. And then Brittany got 190. So that, then she went to first. Oh, I got the order messed up because Megan, okay, got it. But I remember being like relieved because I was like, okay, we don't have to do anything too crazy. I'm like, I just have to pull 190. And it's like, and that was all I had. If like I couldn't that day. 190 was all I had that was a grind so but you got it up though which is so cool because like it's hard when you mentally know that you're fighting for a certain position and like it rests on that last attempt yeah yeah it's it's like it's cool the adrenaline definitely helps I was like all right hitting some ammonia like I've never like I'm not a big like hype lifter but I'm like I need to get a little hype for this yeah and like for some people that like that breaks them and then they just go into like I can't do it so the fact that like that there's like two kinds of people there's like people who are like oh no <laughs> like right. I have no confidence anymore and then there's the okay this is actually pushing me like I have to beat you I'm going to sniff this ammonia I can't even handle ammonia I'm going to sniff this ammonia get out here and like just pull with every fiber of my being with my back pain if I burst my spleen I don't care <laughs> like I have yep. to get this up yep yeah, I know. That's what I think. That's where I was thinking because I was like, I will deal with any pain or anything afterwards. Like this, right now, this is all that matters. Like this is it. So yeah, it it was really fun actually. And then right afterwards, like I was like talking to Megan and Brittany, and it was just really cool to feel like, you know, like a part of like that whole. I don't know. It was really cool to just feel like a part of. I'm like, oh wow, like they both were like they both knew who I was, and I'm just like, oh like like in my head, I'm like, oh they're these famous people. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Well, you were part of the battle, right? So yeah, it's like, no, yeah, it was and cool. then you walk away. And I think I kind of feel the same way. Like, and this was the first meet where afterwards, like, I really talked to, like, everyone I just competed with. Right. And I'm like, Jen Thompson remembers my name. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. It's like, wait, Megan you know who I am? <laughs> and it's crazy. And, like, and what's crazy is, like, they all, they always know people who are close to them. Like, I learned that yeah. this too. Like, they always know. Like, yeah. you know who you are. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But they were so nice. Like, I was like, oh. Because honestly, I'm just such a talker. Like, in the meet even. Like, I'm always talking like, everyone. On the, like, people are probably like, shut up. Like, I want to focus. And I'm like, my nervous energy is just to, like, talk and, like, mm-hmm. laugh. I don't even bring headphones. It's like, 
<laughs> my coach was like, Ellie, calm down. I'm like, okay. Um, but then afterwards, when like everyone was out of their zone, it was like nice to actually like have real conversations with people. So that was really nice. Yes. And then like, how does it even feel just to stand on the podium like next to like Meg Scanlon and Britney Spooky? Like, oh, yeah, it was like, it was crazy. I was so happy. I was like on cloud nine. Like some people were like, oh, are you bummed you're doing it first? I'm like, no, I'm just like very happy to be up here, you know? So that was cool. And like, now that you know how competitive you are, like, again, like what is like kind of like your mindset? Well, do you have any meat picked out actually already? No, not yet. I'm kind of waiting to see. My coach and I haven't really talked about it yet. Um, I actually haven't even, I'm still off of program. I'm getting back on program on Monday. I needed a little longer than my one week break. I'm like, I need just, I need some time. So I've stepped in the gym like twice since nationals. Um, <laughs> feels really good. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to wait to see have you heard anything about the Arnold if it's happening this year or what the deal with that is so it seems like the Arnold is planned to happen next year 2022 March of 2022 okay so Mm -hmm. if that is happening then I think I'd like that to do that meet um but I'll talk to him I don't know that's but that's what's in the back of my head in the back of my mind right now Um, no chance for the Virginia money meet is that I don't doesn't like you need to be invited to that right you need to be invited to that Top three to open, get invited. Yeah, if that if that if that happens, then I definitely consider it. that's in December, right? That's in this December second. Yep. Yeah, I would do that if I got invited, probably. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. A lot to think about. It's so cool that that meets like even happening. Like just the fact that like there USAPL is starting to have more money meets. Yeah, yeah, that's re- I think that's really cool, especially with like, you know, just not knowing in general, like what the future holds for like IPF whatever like if we're gonna be in it like having more mates like this I feel like is just like even more important it really is because like yeah it's like and also I mean we'll figure out the IPF thing I hope those people get to go to worlds I I know I know I know (laughs) so Allie going through your profile I see dentistry school yes (laughs) are you currently in it or did you just finish it so I just graduated in May. Yeah. I was so excited. So like, when are you, like, what's next for you in your career then? So I'm doing a one-year general practice residency in um, the hospital up in Hackensack. At Hackensack. That must be by you probably. Um, yep. And so I'm starting that August 2nd. So right now this month, I'm just like, like 10 a.m. Friday. I'm like, yeah, whatever works. Um, but yeah, so that starts in August. So that's another thing that's like in the back of my mind. I'm not sure how the adjustment to that's going to be um, just with like for picking another meet and everything. Um, you know, like in dental school, I feel like I really have to prioritize when I do my meets based on when I'm the least stressed or when I foresee it being like very stressful versus not. So I think, I mean, I think I'll be fine to like, I get like paid time off, which I didn't in dental school. I didn't get any time off. So I'm like, at least I could like travel for a meet if I want to. Um, so yeah, we'll see. But yeah, so that the next step is Hackensack, a year residency, and then private practice probably. Oh my God, it's so exciting. Yeah, so weird. Like, it's so actually weird. dentist. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm like, I've been in school my whole life. Like I'm 26. I've just gone straight through college, straight through dental school. I'm like, okay, now it's finally here. I'm finally making money. <laughs> so, oh my God. 
And of course, like the adjustment is going to be so crazy. I mean, hopefully it's like an easy one because like you said, now I get paid time off. It's just like, yeah, Ooh, yeah, I get paid yeah. to not be here. Like, yeah, no, exactly. Especially just for like thinking of traveling for me. It's because in dental school, that was like really hard. Like I didn't do 2019 nationals just because like I had an exam where like I had patients and I just like, you can't just like take off for like reasons you want to. It would have to be like yeah. a legitimate, legitimate reason. Um, so it's nice to have a little more freedom now, I think. I think it'll help me with like, planning meets and like actually being able to go to these bigger meets and stuff so absolutely um and I really can't wait to see like oh I almost forgot my next question um so you being at Adelante oh, I yeah. know that Adelante is like a big kind of family story gem it feels like right absolutely absolutely like how has that helped push you more like in your overall training yeah um honestly it's like Adelante like everyone who trains there, like, I feel like they're, like, my best friends, like, it's my social life, like, people always, like, how do you spend so long at the gym, I'm, like, because I'm hanging out with my friends also, like, it's not, like, my workout actually takes four hours, it's, like, <laughs> I'm hanging out with my friends and working out, um, so, honestly, like, after graduation, in general, I got really, like, I wanted to celebrate graduation and then I kind of started to be like, oh, nationals is just kind of getting in the way, like, you only graduate once, but I feel like the people at Adelante kind of made it so, like, you know, they were so like encouraging and just motivating me like, Ali, you can do it all. Just like, come on train. Like we had fun with it, like whatever. And then I was getting a little discouraged because my lifts weren't going like as well as they could have been. Like I'd say two and a half months out until the meet. And just like, you know, having people that actually care about your training and are actually like there for you and there to just keep you going and be like, all right, it's okay. Like, it's not that serious. Like, let's just like have fun, like whatever. It's so, it's just so nice. And it's really like, it's like heartwarming, you know what I mean? And then um, like I saw when afterwards on Instagram, they had like posted like watching the live stream at nationals and it was like so cute. I was like cheering up. They were all like watching it, like cheering, like so many of them, like, this is so nice. I was like, this is why I love this sport and this place. It was like so nice. I was literally like, I was tearing up. It was so sweet. <laughs> And that's what's so, like, honestly, Ali, when you are in an environment where everyone around you understands sport very clearly, they're a part of it already, and they're, like, they understand how big of a deal, like, nationals is, like, it's so much more motivating to be, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go train, like, I'm going to go train right. in the environment that I need to be in, and everyone right. knows what I'm doing, and if I come in, like, sad because, like, my lifts just aren't moving well, someone's going to be, like, hey, like, keep going, I know what right. you're training for. Right, and even, like, at, at Adelante, I'm just, like, happy-go-lucky like whatever like very friendly person and I'm like I'm also one of the older ones I feel like everyone's there is pretty young so like they make a joke that I'm like the gym mom like whatever and I come in and I'm all like happy all the time but then I feel like in a way sometimes that makes like the expectation that I'm going to be this like happy person like taking care of everyone but um like like towards the end I was kind of like guys like I need to just like focus and they were so just like no you have to like they were taking care of me then kind of which was kind of nice like they were kind of mm -hmm. like no you do what you have to do like we don't have you don't have to be happy or be this type of way so yeah like you're saying if I come in like bummed out they like knew how to like kind of get me out of that so that was nice that is so nice did any of them like ghost nationals to watch um I'm trying to think I feel like remember how in the beginning it was like the spectator passes were really like limited yeah, it's made everything weird. 
yeah and then they like opened a lot more but that was like maybe like a couple weeks before so like no one Not really even. Had... it seemed like they opened like the week of they didn't care <laughs> like... okay now more people yeah so I don't think I mean some of my friends that like competed like Shaw do you know Shaw the 59 mm-hmm. um he was there and then John D'Alessio um he was there competing so like they were just we were all just there and um but I don't know if anyone came that like wasn't competing I don't think so None of like my like really close crew, but I'm hoping like next. Yeah, of course they're watching. I'm hoping next year it's like definitely. Well, I mean, obviously it should be like back to normal. Yeah. Because I think one thing I want to ask you about too, like the environment and vibe for nationals, which is not what it normally is. And you may not be at 2019, but you were at 2018. Like, didn't it feel like a little bit different? Oh yeah, it was like very different. I kind of feel like it was more like. In a weird way, the meet itself, I felt, was run kind of like the Arnold. Like, it was, like, smaller, since it was a lot smaller. I mean, not, like, the whole mm-hmm. hype of, like, the Arnold, but, like, just the actual powerlifting part, it felt a lot smaller. Like, 2018 Nationals was, like, crazy. Um, but, yeah, I'm hoping it's more, like, bigger again. Because it's 100%. so fun. It's so fun. And also, it's, like, especially when, like, you are competing with the best of the best of your prime time. But, like, this right. was the prime time. It's, like... And you haven't experienced primetime, have you? Like, in it, being in it. So in 2018, I was, like, the last person to make primetime. You were in primetime? So then you know that this was not, like, your regular, smegular. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I definitely can't wait until it's, like, everyone's screaming in your face and, like, there's so many people that are packed, like, sardines. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know, because even, like, the like the spectator area, it was, like, empty, right? There were, like, a few people it in the front, was- and I was, like, trickling like it wasn't full it was nowhere near full like more people watching the live stream but it makes sense though it's like I had people who literally wanted to come and I was like ooh, like it's sold out like right. and then all of right. a sudden it didn't matter and nobody could come and I was like well they have work because they're regular people and they right. can't just exactly. drop it last second exactly exactly some of my friends that um that lived in Florida like that I knew from college and from lifting at that gym in Florida they actually made the drive up so that was nice yeah oh, it was really yes. nice actually got to celebrate after with them that's awesome how do you celebrate after competing um well this time we just kind of went out to dinner got drink my family they because they were there too um but when I came back I definitely like was like all right guys I'm done competing let's let's go drinking like I definitely wanted to you know have my fair share of that because I felt like I was being like torn in two directions with like graduation parties with all my school friends like just mm-hmm. doing so much drinking and celebrating and I'm like oh but I can't really go all out there because I have nationals so now I'm like okay these two weeks off I'm like I'm just gonna have fun <laughs> and then we'll get back on program and back to the grind on Monday so yeah and like for real like so for me this is my first nationals where I, I really did cut down in weight because I intentionally had like done a bulk and like there were so many small events out of nowhere because I swear, like, this year it's easy to do my bulk and cut because, like, there was nothing to do. And all of a sudden, there was everything to do for, like, two months. Right. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And, like, everyone's like, oh, eat this. Go here. I'm like, I can't. I can watch you eat. Like, I can't. I know. I know. It's so, I, of course. It's like, and I don't know if that's what happens. Like, there's actually more events or, like, we just notice it more because we can't actually do anything. So it's, like, I think it's so a couple present. of both. I think, yeah. one, yes, you notice more. But, two, for me personally, like, I... I think a lot of people started kind of doing more stuff before I did when it right. comes to like the whole COVID thing. So like legitimately right. I became comfortable going out and then there was things to do. Right, <laughs> was like, right, right. Oh, oh I know. Like, the worst. 
but you're good now, right? You can, you can eat now. You're good. Oh, I, I ate. <laughs> Every weekend, I'm like, so where are we going? Like, oh, I know. I know. I haven't weighed myself since I've been back. Like, I don't want to know. Well, you know what's, what's funny is I, so I still have a nutrition coach, and thankfully, she made it so, like, she made a beautiful amount of leniency. And like I had my birthday weekend too, so I was like, don't even ask me to track a thing for two days. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good. But I did like step on a scale. I'm like, if I do what I did for like three days after nationals, if I'm still doing that now, I would be a good 160. I swear. Like, I mean, I spiked from because you know I could be 138. I spiked yeah. up to like 150 in like two days. So I'm like, I can't be 160 because no, then I'm I gonna know. be real depressed when I have to cut again. <laughs> hear you I haven't done it yet because I'm too scared so <laughs> but but you know you have time you haven't even oh, picked, yeah. have me yeah. picked out yeah I hope I hope you end up doing this Virginia me I know it like just came to your mind as I mentioned it but like yeah no, if I get so the invite cool. I will definitely like yeah I would definitely consider that for yeah, sure not, that would be not, really fun I don't know if you heard, like, Two White Lights did an interview with Saber. He's the person who puts on US yeah, yeah. Virginia Meets. I don't know if you know about Virginia Meets. Like, they're, like, big productions. Like, if yeah. you have fun at the Arnold's, then you're going to have fun. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I've actually, like, I, I'd say up until, like, a month ago, I, like, didn't know much about them. And I feel like I've been hearing more and more about those Virginia Meets. So, like, I would definitely like to do something or do one of them um, for sure. So, I, yeah, I, like, I like like to have a meet on my mind to look forward to like it helps me like like get like excited you know and like stay like really like into training and just have that like fire with training so 100 especially when like you think about it, it's like yo like you just see your first meet since january 2020 right oh yeah like, i mean i had told my coach like before i was like i want the whole month of july off like i need time and of course i do the meet and i'm like okay like i want to get back to training like i'll still take my two weeks to like honor that but like not the whole month of july like what's next like you know once you do a meet you get the like you catch the bug of, like wanting to keep competing so yes <laughs> yeah which is always nice because i'm like oh my god i don't want to do this and then i'm like oh my god i'm so excited this is why i do it <laughs> Well, of course, like the part where you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. It's like, it's like you're mad because you're hungry and you're tired. Right, right. <laughs> Everything oh hurts God. and you're dying. Right. And then on top of that, I think this time it was really just with like the dental school graduation. And I was just like, oh, I have to sit all this out. Or like, I'm not sitting it out, but it's affecting my training. So I think now that that's out of the way, I'm like super like excited and like hungry to get back at it. So yeah, and that'll be a whole new experience for you. Like now you get to manage like work, work right right and yeah something new yeah exactly oh my god I hope oh are you like a dental like assistant or like you're going to be like the lead dentist like the lead dentist <laughs> that one <laughs> that is so cool dude like I, I mean I'm like really fascinated by dentists because like when I was a kid I always wanted to be a dentist then I stopped caring really? about being it yeah but girl a kid it's a kid like I turned yeah. 11 and I was over it but like I'm like I'm really obsessed with teeth and just like looking <laughs> at teeth, learning about teeth. I'm like, ooh, these are all diseases that I don't want to get. Cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is cool. I was kind of the same way as a kid, which is like so weird. I was like, oh, I love going to the dentist and looking at my X-rays. Um, but yeah, no, it's so weird. Like I have like everyone, like a lot of my friends, especially people at Adelante, they're like, oh, Dr. Ali, Dr. Allington. <laughs> I'm just like, this is so weird. It sounds so weird. Like it still doesn't feel like me. You know what I mean? <laughs> But you're a me. freaking doctor. Yeah, it's so it's weird. Dr. Weinberg. Um, yeah, I know. So it sounds like my dad, because he's a doctor too. So when I hear that, I just like think it's my dad. 
OMG, you're like a next generation doctor. Yeah, so weird. What is he a doctor of? So he's like a physician. So he's just a regular like MD. Um, he does like rehab medicine. Okay, guys. Okay. Yeah, so weird. Love to see it. Hey, I'm so excited for you, dude. Thank like going you. to the dentist is literally like, look, I have an appointment in nine days and I'm like counting down. <laughs> You're so excited. I freaking love my dentist. Like, I'm like, yay, my teeth are going to get clean. I'm going to put that weird paste in my mouth and I can't eat anything for two, like two hours. We love people like you. Us dentists love people like you. Everyone else is scared of us. Like, oh, what are you going to do? Like, no, no, no. Well, like, I mean, and I'm back right now is chill. Like I'd be like, listen, I've been flossing, but I know you said like twice a day and I'm down to like once every like six days. Like not once every <laughs> six days a week, nine minutes a day. I'm that's like, good. you know that's pretty good. I'm close enough, right? Like <laughs> No, that's good. I know like there are people who are like, I haven't flossed in years. I'm like, that's disgusting. There are people who just don't floss. Like, I literally I religiously miss one day a week. I don't know how I keep doing this to myself. I swear to God, I try to do it every day and I just miss a day. But like, there are people yeah. who just straight up like don't floss. And I'm like, no, I know. You fascinate me. Do you yeah. just get used to the feeling of stuff between your teeth all the time? Yeah, I know. I mean, I didn't always, but then once I started learning more about it, I was like, oh my God, I could never imagine not flossing now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anywho, yo, I hope you enjoy your next couple of weeks before you start. When did you say you start your? August 2nd. August, okay. Oh, you have the whole month. Yes. Yes, oh, I, I do. Yes. Do I'm probably going to go back down to Florida and like go train with my coach a little bit. But... I was about to say, do you have something planned? Like, I know you said you're going to hang out with people. Like, do you have like a big thing? Like, in this month, I'm going to go do this. I guess it's not. No, I haven't even booked a flight yet to Florida. I mean, I'm going to be around next weekend for the state for states. Um, yes. I'll be there like all three days watching or working. I don't know. So and I'm very excited to see you there. And you're going to kill your ref test. I better. Um, I have no excuse not to. You know who you're doing it with yet? I got the email and I forget. And okay. yeah, it's a name yeah. I don't know. That's why I forget the person. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> No, you're gonna do great. Oh, it's gonna go. be fun. Oh, I, I literally just know John DeLazio and and Kathy White, and if it's not one of those two names, I don't know you. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I know. <laughs> I don't does know John? Does he train at your gym? You mentioned yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. That. So John and I are like pretty good friends too. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. About to be in with the in crowd. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Join us. <laughs> Dude, Allie, it was so much fun talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I hope I wasn't too awkward. I was like, it's my first time on anything. <laughs> you so were not awkward at all. You were awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you next time on the Power and Lifting Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Power and Lifting Podcast. If you made it this far, then please do me a huge favor and subscribe and leave a five-star review.